0: It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo.
1: Now, not so long ago, we had uh, the Department of Education in the Eastern Cape on the forum at 8 to speak to so many of the challenges that was raised by people from that area. And this morning, it's Mpumalanga. Uh, We've been receiving tweets, SMSs, and even emails about concerns expressed by some of our listeners from Mpumalanga. Um, One of the emails was about uh, teachers and concern that perhaps uh, the Department of Education has run out of funds because uh, teachers in a certain area in Bushbuck Ridge uh, uh, seem to leave children to leave the school by 10 a.m. And uh, the listener goes on to say that you would find children loitering around the streets uh, because the teachers have simply let them out. So uh, this morning uh, we continue with uh, this particular discussion and uh, we are joined on the line uh, by the uh, MEC for Education uh, Regina Mwaule in uh, Mpumalanga to talk to us about some of these concerns that have been raised, but also to tell us what her department is doing. MEC, thanks
2: so much for your time this morning. Sakina, good morning, and to all your listeners and some teachers that might not be in class listening to SFM <laughs> right now. <laughs>
1: Well, we must inform those teachers that there's something called podcast, which means you can go and listen to it, uh, you know, at a different time. You don't have to be tuned in now. Uh, You should be teaching. But of course, uh, sometimes, MEC, there are issues that are just so pressing, so pertinent that one would understand where teachers may want to come in as they view this as an opportunity to speak to you directly.
2: Yes, Akina, we we really appreciate. That's why I even made a, 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 a slot in the radio... Uh, SABC radio for for teachers to interact direct with the MEC. I'm on the radio normally on Tuesdays and and, and Thursdays. So we are opening that so that if there are issues which teachers believe that they are not assisted following the administrative route, they must talk direct with the MEC so that we're able to fast track what might look as a hindrance in their. uh, uh, execution of their task every day, but Sakina. To be short, it's it's, it's a fact that we, we started this year uh, on an unfortunate footing from the beginning of the year. Remember, we started with a our child who passed on in Manyano uh, Primary School. Uh, when we, we looked at that, we thought uh, we thought uh, ma- this matter has been laid to rest. Uh, another issue cropped it up in Mariti circuit and the circuit that was performing below all the circuits in the province. So we tried to interact with stakeholders and teachers because in this particular case the issue was not necessarily about education. The people in the area wanted a tar So they said if there is no tar road, there can be no learning and teaching. We tried to have several meetings with them, but at least finally with the intervention of our honourable premier, we were able to to solve that uh, state of affair. I visited most of the schools in the area. They promised good results come the end of the year because now things are extremely normal in Mariti. So we, 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 we get Uh, Other issues now, that when we say things are normal in Mariti, then another issue starts wherein uh, it was believed that the the, the finances of the Department of Education in Pumalanga are not, it's not enough. That's something our listener drew our attention to. Is this the case? Uh, It looked like it was the case, but it is not the case. Uh, You know, when we are still working with the finances, trying to allocate to... Uh, programs and this and that, uh, we took a bit longer to finalize the allocation of money, especially on the part of operation. So, that took long and when our officials wanted to go out to do their work or place orders to buy uh, what we we'll call tools of trade, uh, they were not approved because the money was not allocated to that particular item, which was a problem. We had to sit down with the 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 the, the treasury together with the office of the premier the premier himself trying to identify as because department of education to be honest is correctly funded because there's a norm to fund uh, departments Uh, there's a particular percentage like in our case on the equitable share we are funded at 48 percent of the total budget of the province and that was the case so it could not arise that uh, we 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 don't have sufficient funds and only to note that the budget the, the the salaries in the department of education takes the bulk of the money because where we stand right now we are almost at 80% of our uh, budget going to compensation of employees. And we said we don't want to experience what we experienced last year. That's why we spend most of the time focusing on the allocation to the compensation of employees, forgetting about goods and services and that people must work. So we have since corrected that. Uh, but the, the, the unfortunate part, because we have corrected and we have to take money from where we have over. Uh, committed to these items. It's a matter that will be corrected in the system in November when budget adjustment is done. So some of our officials will expect to see that allocation. When our officials will submit maybe a trip authority, they'll say attach a budget and uh, right now in the system it reflects as it reflected like it will reflect as zero. So when you come up with that attachment of zero uh, the, the The senior manager said i can't approve because there's no budget yet the budget is there. It's just that it has not yet been put into the system, but it is there in our books so it, it's something that our officials must learn to understand but uh, Uh, Even the the COSATU entered into the space, and uh, the Honourable Premier himself, even yesterday we had a meeting regarding the same issue, and uh, we instructed the officials of the Department of Education to make sure that what we have agreed upon, let it be implemented, and uh, which uh, they promised that uh, from today they are going to make things work. Uh, Because we cause an unnecessary tension between the department and the officials. And one other thing that takes our money to the compensation of employees in Bumalanga province, it's a norm that uh, the ratio between a a, a child and a teacher, it must be one is to 30. That's a norm. But we must look at ourselves. We look at at where we are right now. Is that feasible? Uh, Now we are stuck in that norm because that's why most of our uh, money goes to salaries. So, But in other provinces, what percentage of your budget goes to salaries? It's 80%. 80% of the budget. 80% (laughs) of (laughs) uh, 19.3 billion. And I'm not really laughing.
1: Because what does that mean? If you're spending 80% on Mm. salaries, what about the rest of the functions that the department needs to perform?
2: That's where our challenge is. And that's what looked like the department doesn't have sufficient uh, 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 money. But we've since corrected that. uh, All the allocations, the the, the classifications, your goods and services, your capital uh, are now correctly funded. Sakina, we cannot do away with taking bulk of the budget to compensation of employees. Remember that uh, education... It's a labor-intensive department. For service delivery to happen, it needs a teacher in front of a child. Mm. And we go to a village, one village will have not less than five schools. So it means in one village, you shall have employed not less than 120 uh, 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 teachers. How many villages do we have? So, But what we must manage is that remainder. And of course, if we can fight this battle of the ratio that is at 1 is to 30 and we go at least to 1 is to 34 or 35 like other provinces are doing. It will relieve some of the funds into the operation of of, of the department because this, this department is not only Teaching and learning it's support to those educators, support to learners, giving infrastructure, giving all the the, the, the tools of trades for those employees that are there so we 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 have started the process of negotiating with our uh, 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 unions that we need to increase this ratio we can't stay at this ratio forever mm-hmm. uh, but doesn't this mean then um given that
1: uh, you, you really are, you know, trying to very hard to make ends meet with the limited budget that you have remaining after paying salaries, that you should be even more prudent about your expenditure. Then explain to me then why, um, uh, during your policy and budget speech, uh, you you, you uh, spoke there about um, Mr. Mabena, a certain Mr. Mabena from the Nkangala district. Now, yes. yes, the district performed well, but why did you feel the need to send Mr. Mabena? On a fully funded trip to the United Kingdom
2: uh, It's not A decision necessarily Of the department Remember the district is performing Very well uh, It's something that came from DBE And, and the United Kingdom uh, It's not funded by the department The trip itself uh, Is jointly funded So we, we we could not refuse uh, to that because it motivates even other district directors to make sure that if we perform well, we'll be sent outside to uh, uh, participate in the practicing of best uh, uh, practices in. But isn't it their the job? Country. Isn't it their job to make sure that they perform well, that children pass well? No, it it, it is their job. But you know, Sakina, when we work with people, really there must be an acknowledgement of good work. So that's why our Department of Basic Education acknowledged this good work, and uh, they funded this trip, because the Minister feels that if those district directors are working very hard, they must be acknowledged, and they must get, uh, because we can't give them money, but let's send them outside to learn better uh, how other areas in the globe function in order for them to improve results. And, uh, you know, our minister ac- acknowledged at one stage that our district in Muxabela district, which is Pushback Ridge, and after she had acknowledged their improvement, the district improved forever, and it shows that it's good to be called by the minister and shake your hand and say, well done. And the uh, district has never gone down since then. Remember, at one stage, Mushavala district was a district that was drawing the eyes of the whole Uh, South Africa, even Parliament, the Parliamentary Committee on Education came down, NCOP came down, the ministerial task team came down to say, what is wrong with Buklawele District? Because at that time, Butlawela District was the lowest performing district in the country. And ever since those intervention, and when they drastically improved, and minister invited them to celebrate and appreciate the good work, they were so motivated and they stayed there. And that pleases us. So even in the of Mr. Mapena. D.B. is so that if we really we encourage this man by sending him to the United States of America, when he comes back he will come back with an oomph uh, will be highly enthusiastic <laughs> and will want to take the, 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 the district further high than where it is right now.
1: <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about other things, uh, because, you know, we can go on, around in circles on that forever and a day. But um, your, your uh, 2017, 2018 um, budget, uh, one point one six billion rand of that has been set aside to achieve infrastructure development. Um, what is the current state with regard to your infrastructure development um, and uh, how much more still needs to be done?
2: Uh, Sakina, to be honest, Mpumalanga is a very rural province. And if you judge Mpumalanga by looking at your Emala Lheni, your your Middlepacks in Stifchete Local Municipality, your Sekunda, your Nelsprate, you'll think Mpumalanga is well off. Mpumalanga has areas that are so remote that when you are in those areas, you'll never believe that you are in the same country, South Africa. So... The state of our infrastructure, especially in the from the homeland part is is not very good so as the department, we are making strides to improve the condition of schools and that's why we sanctioned a condition assessment to that will evaluate the condition of all our schools in the province and when we have funded that, we saw that uh, it needs the department to have at least 20 billion to bring all our schools to be on par with all the schools to make it uh, the, to meet the basic functional uh, state. So, in Bushmak Ridge, as a municipality, the most schools there were built by communities. And as I speak, we have built more than 20 schools, new schools in the area. But the shortage is far much more than what we have built. So, we and that makes even the people that live there will want to have a, a a beautiful school a beautiful school like the one next door, even if that school is not dilapidated. That's mm-hmm. our challenge. But the backlog in pushback ridge is is very bad. But the design wise, um how, how much still needs to be done. Uh in terms of our condition assessment, uh we we, we need to we, we have 35 schools in the province which we need to demolish totally and start afresh and in terms of the percentage the work that has been done now or schools that can say they meet a basic functionality level they are at at least 60% so we have 40% of our schools which do not meet the, the, the functionality level and remember uh, from last year we we shifted from building new schools, though we did build some schools, but our focus was on the basic services, your sanitation, electricity, uh, water, and that will be followed by fencing of our schools. So when we have the infrastructure budget, we channeled it to those, so that there can be no schools like in a, that we say it's a school without a a, 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 a toilet. How How do you bring 500... To one thousand five hundred people together, without you giving them a pollution facility, so that's why minister signed the norms and standard and said let 's make sure that all our schools have the basic services schools have water, like even in a funeral, when you arrive when you are welcomed there they say uh, you are welcomed water you find water this side, uh, you find the toilets that side, so which means where in to, from two people are gathered there must be planner, there must be a toilet there must be water there must be electricity that's where our focus is right now but at the same time we are also assessing the farm schools uh, because most of the multi grade schools are in our farm schools so when i say at least 40% of our schools and that number reduces because when we build one boarding school we close about 8 Farm schools. So it means uh, as we continue with the assessment of the level of education and quality of education in our farming communities, we then uh, decided to build boarding schools and close those schools. Because in a multi grade, you find uh, the whole school having. Uh, seven learners. And in terms of the ratio of the provisioning of teachers, that school will only qualify for two teachers. And two teachers can they teach all the grades, all the subjects? They can't be perfectionists. So we are putting these learners in uh, boarding schools. Uh, so far, we have five boarding schools which are functional and uh, they are catering 5,000 learners from. Uh, farming communities. Uh, The way things are in our boarding schools, it makes even people from township, they want to take their children to our boarding schools. But we say these boarding schools are aimed at improving the quality of education of the learners who live in in farms. So this is done to guarantee the delivery of education Teaching and learning to reduce the level of learner dropout and the social ills such as teenage pregnancy, nyaupe, etc., etc. We know much
1: better. Emisi, uh, we are fast uh, coming up to news time, and after the news break, I actually want to open the lines to our listeners. But I have to ask you about Spamandla uh, Choma and what happened in that instance, and uh, what the education department is still doing about that matter. Okay,
2: I respond now or after prayer. You can respond now, MEC. No, uh, with the passing on of Amanda Choma, the department came closer to the family. We worked with the family. Even when he we was still in hospital, even myself as MEC, I went there to visit. And uh, I, after uh, he, he, he passed on, I even attended his funeral. And uh, the, 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 the the case... We charged the principal of the school whom it is alleged, it was alleged that uh, he exercised the corporal punishment. Then the case now where I'm sitting is finalized and uh, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for, for the report from the presiding officer. But the report, the the, the information... I got after inquiry, they said, no, no, MEC, the case is finalized. We are writing a report. So I'm waiting for that report. Remember, the principal is also an educator. He also has rights. uh, Whatever that they shall have as part of the verdict or findings, he will still have to uh, 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 request uh, the MEC to, to put an appeal to the Honourable MEC because he is our employee but will deal with all those when the report is on the table of the MEC. And he is currently not teaching? No, currently he was not teaching but we saw that his suspension is suspension with pay. Can we really continue paying somebody seated at home? We then arranged a school next door where he lives for him to go there and give services to department because we are paying him. But the case, his serving in another school is not going to change the verdict of his case. Wow. I must say I'm actually shocked at that uh,
1: because isn't that just plain insensitive, at least at the very least, to the family of Spamanda Choma? Uh, at least, you know, see this thing through to its finality and then take that sort of decision. But we'll come back after the news break and we'll put more questions and take your contributions as well for the MEC for Education in Mpumalanga, MEC Regina muhaule
0: The Forum at 8 on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them.
1: Well, we're going to open the lines 891 uh, and uh, you can also SMS us on 40938 uh, Twitter. awash right now with disbelief at that last comment, uh, M.E.C., about uh, Spamanda Choma, the uh, principal who was charged uh, with the allegation of uh, assaulting him. Spamanda of course subsequently died and um, M.E.C., you told us there before the break that the principal had been moved to another school uh, because in your words, uh, he is being paid uh, by the department, by the taxpayer, by extension and therefore you thought it fit to move him to another school and I said I thought that to be extremely insensitive so just talk us through that, um, especially given the outrage that I'm seeing coming through now uh, regarding that decision
2: Uh, Sakina in this country there are laws and whatever that we're doing, we must follow the laws of the country. So, in, in this case, when we suspended him, we wanted him not to interfere with all the investigations that are going to be made. Especially that the man is the head of the school. So, if you leave him to be in the school whilst we are still investigating and uh, putting those charges against him, it might not look good. So that's was why was he, he ever suspended at any he, point? Yes, he was suspended and. Uh, he, he he served uh, almost sixty days suspension. Uh, in fact, the suspension was supposed to be ninety days, and when he had to complete the ninety days, we then sat down when the presiding officer had not yet concluded on the on the verdict. We then said we can't be keeping him because the law says he must have at least a, a, a maximum ninety days. So after having him having reached the ninety days, we then took him to another school where, whilst we are still waiting for the verdict. And he, us taking him to another school, it does not going to defeat the verdict. Uh, law will just take its course as is. But him being there in that school, we are monitoring him. But uh, that. Is he not going to continue with that which he did in Maniano? So he is under close monitoring. So that's that's where we are right now. But I think that by next week the report will come to to the Department of the Verdict and will implement that. The calls are coming
1: in, but uh, just one other thing that I found uh, uh, rather curious in uh, your speech uh, uh, last week, and it was about um, 5,000 teachers uh, um, who were going to be trained on pedagogical content
2: knowledge. Explain that to me. Uh, Okay, just to conclude on this one for for Spamanda... Remember, we have two uh, scenarios. We have this internal disciplinary cases as well as this other criminal case, which has been opened against him, and that one also is continuing. So coming to these 5,000 teachers that are being trained, Sakina, we sat down as a province, analyzed ourselves. We saw that, even the minister indicated that, we saw that we are not doing well in mathematics as a province, especially we see that at the exit grades like your grade three, six, nine, and 12. And we said we want to increase the number of learners who are participating uh, in mathematics and science uh, to at least 60%. So for us to do that, it means even those schools which were not taking mathematics must now take mathematics. Remember, we have new teachers who come from colleges who have never taught before, and some of them are expected to be teaching at the higher grades, like, you know, FET band grade 10, 11, and 12. So we then, Sagina, opened an academy we call it math science and technology academy in the province and we also have some four sub hubs that we are going to train our teachers on the pedagogical knowledge we say pedagogical knowledge because uh, not everybody that has passed mathematics uh, will have passed by hundred percent so there will be a content gap and same as in pedagogy, there will be a, a gap also. So we, we are just strengthening what they have, what they have learned from the college uh, to what is expected by the system down here because we want to improve not only the performance but also the past because uh, uh, our, our, our vision 2030 uh, it, it expects us to 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 perform mathematics to those learners that have passed from 50 percent plus so and we are guided by uh our what is this document uh Sagina, which was shared by trevor manuel the uh, the uh, national uh, uh, development, development plan, plan yeah. yes we are also guided by the national development plan and then we said as a sector now in the basic education, with the minister, the minister said no for for the sector as a whole in the country to improve on mathematics, we must uh, start something called one plus four that at least one day we train our teachers, they share best practices, so that when they go to schools for the four days they they give what is or it's going to be termed quality. So that's where we say 5,000 teachers. These 5,000 are those teachers that are teaching math, science, and technology in our schools. Well, MEC, we're going to take some calls now.
1: MEC Regina Muhaule, who is the MEC for Education in Mpumalanga, our guest this morning. 891 is the calling number. Uh, Tumelo is calling us from uh, Mpumalanga, Dr. Moroka Municipality. Good morning.
3: Good morning to you, and how are you? Well, and you? I'm okay. Can I speak to Amici? Go ahead, please. Amici, good morning. Good morning to my law. I once called you on one of your interviews in one of the CDC registration. Somewhere, were going to worry about the, the principal who made a learner failed because he went to Indigenous games last year. Mm. You said you intervened, but so far I, uh, the, the, the mother of the child hasn't received anything from the school, even from your department. Okay. Yes. So I'm um, doing a follow-up regarding that matter. And also, <clears throat> invite your department to having a, a youth dialogue. And on that youth dialogue, one of the topics that you'll be discussing is the uh, education in our community, because there are a lot of... Uh, education issues like that affects our community so Tumelo, I mean, when is like that it.
2: youth dialogue taking place
3: it's going to be on the 21st of this
2: month 21st
1: of June okay got you there Thank Tumela thanks so much uh, David and Nelspreet good morning
4: yeah good morning and good morning to, uh, to you Sakina and uh, the MEC
3: good
4: um, morning. I'm phoning yeah, from uh, Nelspreet I just wanted to find out whether the MEC is aware that the educators haven't been paid
3: for five
2: months. Uh, and, can uh, you clarify which educators, which category of educators?
4: Uh, the, the, the secondary school uh, educators in have uh, a sister hasn't been paid for five months. I'm actually buying a service myself. eh
2: mm-hmm. uh, Sakinna, can I, I just wanted okay. to
4: find out whether you are aware of that or whether there is a plan for it or whether there is some problem. I'm not quite understanding because if someone is not paid for one month you can understand. No, but that, that, that,
2: that I fully understand but what I say category temporary teachers, foreign teachers I just want that clarity so that uh, when I respond I respond promptly. Okay, please respond to that minister uh, MEC. Yeah, Sakina, uh, we always impress on the staff that is uh, constitute an unfair practice, labor practice, for someone to work and therefore not get what is true to him or her. Uh, what makes this, the problem, I, 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 the, the teachers, the permanent teachers, this will never happen. This will never happen. But this I suggest I I suspect may happen in the temporary teachers and the foreign teachers. Because the foreign teachers, most of the time we look at their documents and now, this year, we discovered that some permits are expired and they still submit and they still get appointed by schools. And when the documents uh, find their way to head office that's where we discover and the person has already worked for 2-3 months which is anomaly. that's why we said now to our HR let them verify all our foreign educators' documents so that when they come January, they come with a clean document and we make sure that the very first month they get their salaries. This thing that we employ them, then we verify the documents. That's what lead to us uh, taking a bit longer. And because some that are affected are the replacement teachers. Maybe a teacher has gone to a maternity leave uh, and uh, some find that they have fraudulent qualifications not all because we we love our, our our foreign educators but we have just discovered this year that there are two foreign educators that are using one a certificate, then you can the other one is really teaching in that this other district, the other one is teaching in the other district. That's why we are verifying all those things, uh, it, so it takes a bit longer, but we are not encouraging that to take a bit longer. That's why we say the process of verification will start this year for next year, so that we don't trouble our teachers anymore. And what about the temporary teachers? Our temporary teachers, we have an agreement uh, with uh, in the chamber that You are appointed as a temporary teacher, a qualified temporary teacher, South African, then if there come a permanent post, you must be absorbed to that permanent post. So that one is an agreement. We cannot go outside if we have a temporary teacher, even if it's not in that school. I'm temporarily here teaching mathematics, then in the school next door, there's a vacancy for math- mathematics, and which is a full-time, uh, then that person must be appointed as a full-time uh, mathematics teacher in that school. So, therefore, I appeal to any teacher who has submitted all the documents uh, to contact the department so that we can look at their matter, especially the foreign teachers, and the Qualified teachers. There are those that we send to universities ourselves, and they. When I'm on the radio, they call and say, MC, I haven't been appointed yet." We have a database of all those teachers from Funzalushaga, and those that we are giving the bursaries as the as government of Mpumalanga. So we have that database. So they, there's no way where should they should not be appointed. And there's a me, myth again, wherein people are told that if you are grandmother sold a goat to take you to a university to train as a teacher when you come back we don't appoint you because we didn't teach you through our passage how can that just that cannot arise i know that it can come to schools when they don't want to appoint somebody but i do come to the media to say all qualifying teachers must be appointed when there is. Space available. Not necessarily that uh, Lushaga or pension holders by provincial government and those whose grandmothers sacrificed their pension took them to the university must not be employed. No, that is will be very wrong. Let's hear from Sam in Joba. Good morning, Sam.
4: Hi, Sakina. My name is actually not Sam. I said that I wanted my name to be cynical white man. I want to commend the <laughs> MEC because I am impressed. I am so impressed by the level of um, engagement with every aspect of her role and responsibility and her ability to chase a standard under difficult circumstances in a country where it just seems so difficult. Um, MEC, I was wondering, I mean, I know you said that you sent that, um, when when you issued that award, you sent to England for best practices. Are we doing any research on what they're doing in Finland? Um, I've been doing a lot of research. I'm quite impressed by the fact that Finland has got what we could say is really after educational practices
1: Thank you so much um, Cynical white man there and uh, Marule in Bush Park
4: Ridge. Good morning to you Morning fakin How are you? Well, and you? Fine and uh, great to the NEC. Let me start by appreciating the good work the ms is doing in our province and especially in blue bridge as you are indicating the issue of the problem in terms of school infrastructure we are really appreciating. we see the work that is been done all so the results are very scared. but let me see i want to i'm making a concern concerning these msta schools uh, yes. it's a good idea yes we need to push basically but my problem is the issue of textbooks uh, and I think it's affecting all the provinces. I mean, one such school. We, the learners don't have textbooks. When we have subjects like mathematics, physical sciences, and accounting, you know, everyday learners, after you have taught, they must get a homework. And it, you cannot go to all ways. It's, it's, it's running schools into, into serious trouble. So we have been promised textbooks, but really they are not coming. That is a problem. And I think if this issue is not urgently attended, uh, it, it may affect the good uh, idea of this MSTA Can can the you can respond and promise when really this MSTA can get the these textbooks of math, science, accounting, life, and because you recall when these schools were identified, they were few learners doing the subject, but now mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. the fact we have 200 learners doing the subject, and so there too. is only 20. That is a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Marure and yes. Bushveld Ridge, Ellen in Durban. Good morning.
0: Hi. Good morning.
1: Hi, Alan. Um, I,
0: I actually had a... I was, I'm driving some, but I pulled off the road because at first I thought I was listening to a comedy show. Well, when I heard figures of 80% of the budget is allocated to the teachers and 20% is left for everything else. And then I hear that schools don't have toilets, electricity, discs, fencing around them. Uh, 30% of the schools or, or, or affording to pieces. Um, I, 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 I'm just stunned. I, I really think that this whole thing should be deeply investigated. Then you have a gentleman that goes to the United States so that he can learn to improve schooling in our country, in our rural areas. All you've got to do is cross the border, and even with all the troubles that they have in Zimbabwe, they have an excellent rural educational system, or even go to Uganda. And you will see the same thing taking place. America's not going to contribute anything to our country Uh, as far as education. I think it's really crazy. And then the other one about the uh, other fellow, uh, the principal that's now teaching. Really, i I start my car and carry on on my journey now. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.
1: Thanks, Alan in Durban. Emisi?
2: Yeah, if I can start with uh, Marule from Bush Park Ridge. Uh, Marule is correct Like I was telling you That we have established An MSTA Med Science and Technology Academy So we identified 100 schools That are going to give Pure mathematics In the province As a beginning Then we'll roll out To all other schools So now uh, Mathematics Physical science And technology So What is happening currently Marule is very correct that now every year because we started in grade 10 grade 10 last year this year they're in grade 11 and then when they ordered textbooks maybe they had only 50 learners doing mathematics physical science and technology now they are going to the the number it has increased because all the learners in that grade will be doing mathematics so what we have done now uh, after all this issue of finances of the department The Honourable Premier has allocated us more money on the issue of LTSM. We then said, let all those schools that have uh, requests for top-up textbooks place their requests uh, as early as now. So I don't know where that process is, but I... Uh, 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 In fact, I sanctioned the the, the leadership, administrative leadership of the department to make sure that that information must reach schools so that we place the orders as fast as we can. We cannot extend our scope and not provide for. So that is coming. And if they have not yet received the information, they are going to... To 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 receive the information that they must place their orders. I know that in some instances the in textbooks. This day and age, why do we still have these struggles? There are so
1: many technological advancements that uh, allow us to make sure that we communicate much quicker, much more effectively, much more accurately from
2: person to person. So why are we still stuck with these sort of problems? Sakina, as the Mpumalanga government. We have bought all our principals, uh, the gadgets. Uh, they have laptops. They have uh, the, 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 what do we call it, that uh, tablets. And uh, we pay for the, the data that they receive information because we saw that this story of a secular... That uh, will send a circular that will go to the district, the district, to the circuit. It takes time. Now, when I issue a circular, I must issue it now, and it will reach all our principals. So, what I'm saying, I don't know the cause of the delay, whether the head of procurement of textbooks has issued that information because it's not long sakina we concluded the the, the matter of the LTSM budget last week so i issued that instruction last week so but i'm going to verify if the information has reached all our schools so that the schools can start now with the process of ordering books especially the MSTA schools that they order the top up and in this it's is more than a top-up because uh, we find that it was only 30% of learners who were doing mathematics and science, but now they are 100%, which means we must uh, re- uh, buy new books for, the, for those. It is coming, it is in the plan, and it will come this year. And then a response to the other callers? Uh, the other caller, uh, Sam, uh, is that Sam who said... Uh, We take 80% of the budget and... uh,
1: It was Alan.
2: Oh, it is Alan, yeah, Yeah. Alan. Yes, we take 80% of the budget to salaries. Sakina, I said to you when we started, education it's a labor-intensive department. There can be no teaching uh, without a teacher, which means... For every subject, for every grade, you must have a teacher. And I said, what might have gone wrong with Mpumalanga is that our ratio currently is 1 is to 30. But even if you take it at 1 is to 34, it will release something like 500 million but that 500 million to me it's enough to can buy desks as indicated but where I am seated right now we have a budget for books, stationery all our learners, I've never received any information that tells me that there is a learner in Pumalanga who has not received a textbook and uh, that remaining 20 million it builds uh, our schools, construction of the uh, basic services, uh, our toilets and all these things and we we transport our uh, our learners to wherever we conduct sports if you saw yesterday i was presenting passes to 14 schools which came number one after participating in the integrated school sports from Pumalanga and uh, all the number ones we gave them buses to transport our young ones when they attend their sporting meetings so uh, when you are sitting far you may think that that money is not enough, the money is enough because we do make transfers to schools Uh, remember almost 90% of the schools in Pumalanga are an office school. So if they are an office school, we transfer money for those schools to run, to buy papers, to buy everything in the school level. We also transfer for school nutrition. And to me, it is sufficient because I've never heard uh, of anything that... uh, we don't. Yes, where we cannot go as fast as we can is on the infrastructure. Because to build a school, it takes a lot of money. So that's where we are moving. Not slow, of course, because every week, it's just that we have only one MEC. If I had to open a new facility, I would be out every week opening a new facility for education. So I, 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 we must not take this in a very negative way, that when we take 80% of the budget to salaries, then we are wasting. Why not? But I'll tell you why it is a problem.
1: When I have captured Seoul um, at uh, Cooper H.A., um, also Opamashishi, and at TATSO7, all talking about uh, schools where children are out by 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and teachers uh, seemingly not teaching for the duration of the school day. So, clearly, this is a problem in the province because it's different areas, um, Kwandebele, Perakop, other areas. So, so what is going on in that regard? Because if these teachers are being paid and they take up 80% of the budget and yet they are not teaching, then something is wrong, MEC.
2: It's very wrong, Sakina. I agree with you, because if it was a business, you can't be spending 1.5 billion and receive nothing. Uh, if it's a business, then you decide to close it. Uh, but in this instance, the, 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 there's a call. I'm told there's a call by Cosatu that they are embarking on an industrial action. Uh, then they will be picketing. We we invited Kosatu as the provincial government. We sat down with Kosatu. We asked them what are the issues because we don't want to see people toy toying. Then. They said uh, there's an issue of moratorium. Yes, the issue of moratorium is an issue, but we are trying to cap that, which uh, as government were being criticized of, that our budget goes to salaries. So we want to trim our structures, that they talk to the issues of service delivery. So that's what we are trying to do now. And as we're doing that, aligning our structures, that uh, all the frills, we remove them. We don't need frills. We need people that are going to deliver services to our people. We then said, as the provincial government in Pumalanga, let's stop any new appointment. Until we clean our structures, we remove the feds and all the, the unnecessary things within the structure, then we start afresh. So, so there's a we, moratorium currently? Yes, there's a moratorium currently because we want to clean the system. We want to talk to to our mandate as to what does our mandate need. That's why sometimes you will have people that are sitting in the office. You arrive, they are on break, they go out, they come, they go, they come. You ask the person, what were you doing? The person doesn't know. So that's why I say... We, we look at our mandate, what does our mandate need, what pe- kind of people does the mandate need, then we put people in accordance to the mandate. Thereafter, mm. we'll know the structure and want to, to limit... The number, not necessarily that we are fighting employment. employ will create employment because when that money is released, it will create uh, a job opportunities for our young people which are mostly affected. Emifi, so, we're out of time. And I must say I do
1: commend your efforts to try and clean out the system. And uh, I also must, I would be failing in my duty if I didn't relay this uh, message to you from Our listeners and uh, almost in uh, one voice, they are saying that the way in which you have handled the Spamandla Choma situation leaves a lot to be desired. In fact, they are outraged, asking the question, if that principal had committed rape or was charged uh, with uh, a rape and that allegation was pending, would you have moved him to another school?
2: No, rape, we cannot move that because in terms a of a child, child acts, A
1: child died, MEC. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll look into that one. But th- that one, I said, it has a criminal element. So the criminal element, that one has been taken to the court of law. And the court of law is dealing with that part. So in our case, we're dealing with the misconduct. As a department. And I, I don't know the verdict as I'm sitting here. It might be to to
1: expulsion. In, even if yeah. it was an allegation of rape, you wouldn't have known the verdict. But how do you deal with that particular situation? But but rape rape is very clear.
3: No it's sexual. sexual.
1: No rape it is rape. isn't. Sakina. Until rape. the court pronounces on it, uh MEC. But but we can't keep you in terms of
2: the child but why act do and in, you terms keep of accused of, of, in terms of the employment in terms of the employment of educators act rape it's a dismissible offense you can't keep somebody to to interact with the children whilst he's going to rape them but i understand you have a that teacher who is accused of Having assaulted a
1: child Who later died And you are saying rape uh, I, I don't even want to get into a comparison <laughs> here Are you yes, saying Sakina. that this is less serious M-E-C? It is extremely serious Sakina. So why could he not just be suspended Why are you moving into another school If something he, else happens similar
2: In another school Will you take responsibility for that But Sakina We, we, we function within the confines of law the law says you can't suspend a person more than 90 days he has served his 90 days and suspension remember is not finding guilty is to remove you from where you have committed what we might call crime so we have uh, he has completed the 90 days so we have an obligation as a department that you cannot waste taxpayers money uh, as long as we have not yet found the man guilty then that's why we said in the meantime when we are just to finalize the verdict, let him be placed in another school to serve the government.
1: MEC, we have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this morning. MEC for education in Mpumalanga, uh, Regina Muhaule. Um, uh, and of course, uh, we apologize to news, just got a bit uh, carried away towards the end there. Mdluli up with the latest news.